people die and Yuna dances, when will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. Welcome to Gotta Memorize, a Final Fantasy X recap pod. Nope, it's Final Fantasy X 2. I'm reading the wrong. <laughs> Welcome to Gotta Memorize, a Final Fantasy X 2 recap pod. Rusty. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Final Fantasy X-2 recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Final Fantasy X-3 comes out. It's never been announced, but don't judge us for dreaming. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm doing all right. I'm a little sleepy. I, I am excited for us to get into, I think, uh, something new for the podcast where we recap an episode we've already done, um, but from like a different different angle. It's kind of this game has its own little reverse rebirth mission. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go back to Luca. Yeah, we're going to go back to Luca and talk about Luca again. But, um... You had something you wanted to share with the class. I did have something. <laughs> I, we were, I was looking... We were currently reading off... I think we mentioned it last time. Uh, a Neo Seeker game script for Final Fantasy X-2 mm-hmm. that was last updated in 2005. Yeah, um, it just looks like how see- everything looked in 2005, so it's a little hard to navigate and keep track week to week. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we were, I was trying to find, see if there was a one that was more searchable. There doesn't seem to be, but I did find another one that was essentially the same, but, uh, <laughs> uh, section three, Joe, is the character accent guide. Oh, no. <laughs> um, what does that mean? And, <laughs> well, I'll give you, like, the, the two that are not, like, no, sorry. There's only one that isn't racist <laughs> um the one that isn't racist is no there are two they're uh Trommel and machin are both described as slight uk accent that's not really how i would no. describe either of them uh, i mean they're there just, are they're just funky they, old they men. do speak with the received pronunciation sure but the other ones uh well, first we have Rin, who is de- described as having a slight French slash tribe style accent. What the fuck does that mean? Well, not here. I don't. Know. I don't know how I would describe any Albed accent either. I just yeah. try not to think about sometimes it because I feel like sometimes I, Russian. <laughs> I think I would just feel bad if I tried to answer that question. Yeah. Every other accent listed is listed as tribe style accent. <laughs> So, Waka, the Ronsos, 
and brother are all described as ha having the same accent, which is a tribe-style accent, or in the case of brother, a strong tribe So the racism section uh, of this script really turned me off. Anyway. Yeah, fair. We're going to Luca uh, in a flat, kind of like a flashback. Yuna's going to recap the events of the, like we had the cold open of the game, essentially, mm -hmm. with the little mission in Luca. And now we're going to do a little flashback of like what the setup for that mission was. Yeah. See the other side of it. Cause Yuna just kind of comes out of nowhere at the end, doesn't she? Mm hmm. But yeah, so they go to Luca. This isn't like, there's a lot of stuff in this game that you can, if you know it's there, like you can check every location, even if there isn't a hot spot. So like at this point in the game, you know, you're given two hot spots. It's it's Besaid and Xanarkin, the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega of, of, of Final Fantasy X. But what if instead of going to Xanarkin, you went to literally every other location in between? Um, then you're going to get the 100% guide for this game uh, and this right. script. Uh, so let's go to Luca first. Yeah, we'll only do a few of these because mm -hmm. there are so many. But I wanted to do not Luca all because important. what happens there is adorable. And I wanted to do the Tramel Guado scene because yeah, it's really funny to me. Also, I, I figured you'd want to do that voice. Of course. And then I there's like some other stuff that um that I can just that we can just summarize. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got it summarized. Um in this kind of flashback to uh what happened in Luca. Well, first they just go there. First we just see them in the present. That's true. Uh we it starts with a man who I think is almost definitely Tom Kenny. <laughs> who, 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 I, and I felt that way a couple times watching the Luca scenes. I was like, I think that's Tom Kenny. But uh, this man says, Lady Yuna, your concert was incredible. Uh, kid says, would you sign this, please? And then Riku says, single file, no pushing, the gold wings at your service. Uh, narration Yuna says, I couldn't bring myself to tell them it was just an imposter. The whole mess started with the garment grid. That's the invention that lets us harness the dress sphere's power. Uh, and then we we go cut back to some memory. We see the clip of her, you know, showing up at the end of the, the cold open, shooting her guns at our buddies Logos and Ormi. And then we go back to narration, Yuna, who says, believe it or not, this was the easy part. We cut back, we cut back to this, uh, to the, to YRP or YPR, whatever order it is, when they first got here. Yeah, there's like, and the, 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 the way that this mission changes time is just like a slight filter on the visuals it's like this kind of looks like yeah. it's through a sphere now because of a weird teal yeah. tint and great for an audio medium <laughs> this is where they split this is where they split up essentially but narration unit says we chased the thieves all the way to luca but when we arrived man one says hear that lady you know in concert all right think there are any tickets left i'm man two <laughs> uh riku says looks like your imposter is pretty popular Payne says, I doubt anyone would believe ours is the real Yuna. Not dressed like that. Uh, you hear Yuna's voice say, I didn't ask to wear this. And she comes up the stairs into frame wearing a big Moogle costume. It's funny, Joe. I like it. I agree. It. It's <laughs> I, hope, I don't know if you can unlock this as a dress sphere, but I sure hope you can. Oh, I don't think so, but it's very, very they, funny. They made it for, for what? For one, for one mission. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you could be right. Who knows? I'm anyway, she right. says, oh, it's hot. Payne says, shall we finish this before Yuna passes out? Riku says, we'll be back in two shakes. So be a good Moogle, you hear? They leave. And uh, Yuna says, 
The plan was to sneak into the imposter's concert and recover the garment grid. If I went in, our cover would be blown, so it was up to Riku and Pain, which left me with nothing to do but lay low and wait. And then uh, she want like, <laughs> it says here the mask almost falls off, and she continues narrating. And that's how I got stuck with the Gullwing's prized garment. I complained, but Brother's orders are still orders. They just had this. They just had uh, this laying around. Yeah, and you can, like, go around in it in this scene and give kids little balloons. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can jump Which ahead a bit. Which implies that they also, have, they also have, like, little balloon collections, too. They just have, like, balloons and a costume set up. Or no, I guess she gets the balloons from a dude, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she gets confused, and, and or, or for someone else, like, in the next section... Presumably, there are some balloons on the Celsius, at least. <laughs> I, I, you, how else do they get the Moogle outfit, if this is what it's for? But yeah, so you go into the next section, and Riku and Pain in the present ask you, you know, what she did while they were on the mission. And she's like, it's a secret. Uh, and then it, it also a kid lets their balloon away, and she says, Mommy, my balloon! And I get flashbacks to playing Spider-Man 2 on the GameCube. <laughs> uh, but then we go back to the past again. To play a a, a not shitty mini game that doesn't suck ass, you just you do get confused for someone who works here, and then you have to hand out ten balloons <laughs> to continue the game, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, yeah, and she does like a character voice. <laughs> yeah, she, she deepens her voice uh, for each one. The script does have all ten dialogue uh, things that pop up. Uh, so she'll she'll say things like, "It's a really nice balloon." Come see the concert, okay? <laughs> um, I love it because it shows that Yuna is just like you and me, Cho. <laughs> she also uh, goes for character voices that, um, you know, there's something. <laughs> what is just it? Like Who can do. say? Yeah. She's, she's just like, well, what does a Moogle sound like? Probably not me. I, I guess it just sounds like Blue from Blue's Clues as I was about to like try to imitate like... Like, <laughs> I guess it's just blue from blues clues is what Moogles sound like. Well, we've decided. Is there anything else that happens in this that we really even need to talk about? I just wanted to talk about her doing a character voice in a Moogle costume because that's what I. Um, I mean, there's a couple other like, you know, going back and forth of in the present. They walk somewhere and then Yuna remembers what happened here. Um, the main thing is she can't get into the concert and then she sees everybody run out. But you like she kind of is running away from everyone the same time the like leblanc is and she ends up hiding at like a dock area while uh leblanc and riku and pain run by before she you know decides to take off the moogle outfit and help there's a dramatic stare down where <laughs> fucking logo stares yeah. at her and is like that's weird that's weird no threats detected <laughs> basically <laughs> he's like no oh wait there are no life forms <laughs> Uh, I was I was Googling yesterday how to get the 100% because you have to get 100% to get like the best ending of this game, which is annoying. Uh, one of the ways to do that, which means I've already, I already can't do it because I missed this. Uh, when you're playing the beginning of the game, you can go interact with this Moogle like it's actually there. Oh, cool. And apparently you have to to get 100%. And I didn't know. Uh. So I'm fucked. Uh, but I think that's very funny as well that they're like building that in where it's like oh i wonder if i go back and play the game will it be there and it is uh but yeah then she takes off the moogle outfit and pulls out her 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 two guns and shoots <laughs> the bad guys yeah and then we're basically caught up back snap back to reality well, up there goes gravity riku says 
I was just about to finish him off, but then you showed up and stole all the fun. Eunice says, I guess I was so glad to get out of that thing that I went a little nuts. Uh, Payne says that explains the dancing. Does it? <laughs> and, uh, time is a flat circle. The Celsius comes in. Brother says, Yuna's dancing? Where? I am there. Riku says, listening close enough? Uh, as they're getting on the ship, we hear a narration Yuna say, So this is my life now. Brother harasses <laughs> me every day. He doesn't seem to realize we're related. No. Uh... <laughs> I, I, last, when I was editing the first episode where we talked about it, I googled, there's a lot of forum posts like, wait, is this weird? And everyone's like, either saying, it is, or... You're right, but I don't find it weird, which is weirder, I think, to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and ignore it. Um, anyways, what she actually says here in narration voice is, So this is my life now. We travel from place to place, and the days just seem to fly by. But sometimes I find myself stopping. I'm listening for your whistle. You hop on board. I think the whole mission's worth it for her to actually reference the whistle. Yeah, it's nice. Um, nice little callback. There are a few of those, like, um... There, if you go to the Meehan High Road, she she's, like, talking about how, like, going there is, like, one of her, like, clearest memories of the of the journey was walking the long road with Titus. And then if you go to the Thunder Plains, she says, oh, did you know that Riku overcame her fear of lightning? She camped out here for two weeks. Wow. So there's, like, a ton of little things like that that are all, like, little callbacks. I like the Meehan High Road scene that she references. It was a journey filled with laughter. Like, they very specifically, oh, nice. like, pointedly reference the the laughing. If you go back to Luca, you can find Rin there, who now has a new, I don't know, a new job where he's like, I run a game called Sphere Break. Do you want to play? And, uh, no, I don't, but thank you, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is, and I don't want to learn. I already didn't want to fuck with all the creature stuff, and now you're telling me there's a new Blitzball. <laughs> Blitzball 2. Uh, I'll have to watch to see what the fuck it is. But I didn't this time. Same. If we did everything in the script, like, this would take fucking forever. Yeah. there are so many of these. I do just want to summarize quickly. Okay. Um, Mushroom Rock Road, if you go. This is one thing I did play. I didn't finish it, but I played some of it. Uh, If you go there, um, this is where we are reintroduced to Yibel, if you remember Yibel from the Eternal Eternal Calm Calm episode. And uh, we see another returning character from 10, if you want to read this scene. Um, We don't need to do this whole mission, but I think this opening scene is good. Oh, there's like literally these character reuniting things in like every single yep. zone, which is why I'm hesitant. But we can do we can do Clasco. <laughs> Clasco makes the he's he's top tier. I get it. Yeah. You see. Yeah. You see Orny and Logos like running into Mushroom Rock Road. Right. And when you go there, you turn to uh, you run into Yibel. And Yibel says, good to see you again, Lady Yuna. You haven't forgotten me, have you? You have the choice to say that you have, or the other choice is, yeah, <laughs> Which you're Which presumably Yibel. is like, I, what? Who are no, you? No, I did not watch the Eternal Calm. Yes, who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, but if you do remember, Yuna says, Yibel, isn't it? You're in the Youth League. You really do remember me. I'm truly honored, Lady Yuna. Since that day we first spoke, the Youth League's been conducting a sphere hunt of its own. We, the Youth League. Uh... Clasco, take it from here. Sad Clasco. He's ended up in another group he doesn't want to be in. He says, We, the Youth League, to better our understanding of Spheres' past, vow to remain vigilant in our search for ruins and spheres. Riku says, Oh, that's enough. Those two guys are getting away. Payne says, Do the Blocks men pass through here? 
Uh, Yaibul says, yes, anyway, about something else. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he says, yes, they said that they're here to take care of our fiend problem. You see, the youth league is in preparation for an important operation, leaving our patrols shorthanded. As a result, the road to headquarters has been overrun with fiends. Be warned, unless you can defeat the fiends on the road, you will not be able to pass. So, is, are you ready to run the gauntlet? What is there to do with Syngon? What operations do you have? Also, I thought... I guess fiends don't have anything to do with sin. Well, Arnold, yeah, fiends aren't from sin. Yeah, they're just they're, they're technically just ghosts. from people's ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Th- also, the youth league comprises, yes, a lot of Crusaders alumni, but also people who aren't from the Crusaders. So it's it's a weird. It's like a different organization. I just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought you were like, what are the Crusaders doing now? But anyways, yeah, you can run the gauntlet. Uh. Clasco gets kind of bullied around. If you talk to Clasco on his own, uh, Yuna says, you seem down. And Clasco says, well, a lot has happened since you brought us to Calm. I ended up following Captain Lucille, even though I think you have the choice to make him not do that in 10, but don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, when she joined the Youth League, so did I, but I'm still stuck playing tour guide. You know, all I want is to ride in a chocobo faster than the wind. And that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. You can talk to him again later, and, um... They just put him back in a, either, a group he didn't want to be in, so you can talk him out of it again. Well, yeah, you, you, if you talk to him again, uh, he asks to join your airship as you, like, travel the world so he can see what he actually wants to do with his life. But if you, he, like, he, he has this, like, really self-pitying little paragraph, he says... And after all of that, he's like, so, will you take me? And you can say, sorry, loser. <laughs> That's good. I like games. Like, I, I don't feel this way about Blitzball because it's not remotely part of the game of 10, in my opinion. Like, I mean, it is, but you can not know it's there and get the full experience. But I love games where you just pick up people <laughs> and they just join mm-hmm. you wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Big, f- I mean, I'm, I talk about Skies of Arcadia every chance I get, but that's a, a thing I like about that game where it's just like, from every location you get, you can grab like one or two people. And a dog. You can catch up with or- Ormian Logos. You spook them and they drop a sphere. You can grab it. You can catch up with Maroda, who was the... Well, Maroda just shows up. Right, he's the middle brother of Isaru, Pase, and Maroda mm-hmm. himself. I guess he's not his own brother, but he is the middle brother in that trio. He tells you that Pase is in a sphere... Hu- he's the leader of a sphere hunting group called the Kindergardians. We'll see them <laughs> later. He talks about how he, Maroda, has joined the Youth League, uh, and then he very notably does not want to talk about Isaru. You know, asks, asks like twice, yeah. Yeah, and he just does not answer. He clearly doesn't want to talk about what Asari was up to. No, he ecstat- ex- explains that this big door that we're next to that has nine holes in it, or I guess ten. I think it's ten. Uh, it calls it the Den of Woe. Uh, yeah, and then presumably it's like, oh, when once you collect all the orbs, you can come back here and yeah. fight a special boss, presumably, yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't know what's in there, but I know that, like, all the spheres together put together, like, uh, some backstory story of, like, people who fought and died here i think or something and then you turn into supersonic yeah yeah absolutely super yuna <laughs> I, I guess at whatever point like you collect these throughout the whole fucking game like up through all five chapters so maybe near the end we'll talk about the backstory or what's in there but yeah yep 
You can catch up with a character named Elma, whom I don't remember at all. She's uh, uh, the leader of the Chocobo Knights, I think. Wasn't that Lucille? Uh, who was Elma? With, maybe Elma was... Maybe it was... Lucille was Clasco's captain, but Elma was Lucille's. There's an Elma in Xenoblade. There's an Elma in Dragon Maid. Uh, it's also a city in Washington State. Anyway, you can catch up with her. She's doing great. She's with Youth League. She's like a big... High up there. Apparently. Oh, I guess she's just a member of the Chocobo Knights. Oh, okay. She's not the captain, but I guess she's the other oh, one so that she's wasn't. Probably the other one that isn't Glasgow. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So you can catch up with her. Uh, you learn a little about uh, narration. Unit tells you a little bit about the Youth League and that you know their whole thing is like we need spirit to change away from. There's a group called New Yevon that's kind of trying to like take things slow as the world is changing very fast, and then there's the Youth League who are. Uh, saying, like, we need to get away from Yevon since that's what went wrong in the first place. Fair. Uh, she also tells you that the Youth League are led by a former crusader named Nuge. Mevin Nuge! You can catch up with the aforementioned Lucille. She is the, like, head of the guard or something. She's, like, the leader of the military. Everything is so different and yet also exactly the same. Yeah, because a lot, like, basically, it's that, like, every old crusader is now in the Youth League, mm-hmm. along with just some other young characters like well, well, Marota. Yeah, I don't, it's hard to say, like, I, Final Fantasy X I knew so well, I could confidently speak on the themes it was trying to do. This game, I'm, I haven't, you know, finished and seen all of these scenes for, so I'm like, are they trying to show how people are kind of falling into the same things with new labels? Because it's like, it seems like that's what they're. Yeah. There's another Yevon group showing up, and all the people who were Crusaders are now in the opposition to Yevon again. So, including Clasco, <laughs> we convinced to get out. But well, I mean, you can also see it as like a widening of the division that we see in Final Fantasy X, because like Crusaders and Yevon weren't really that opposed yeah. as of that game. But anyway, yeah. So we get a little bit about new, uh, or rather, the Youth League. If you go to the Temple of Jose, you can meet with the Machine Faction, which is a, a lot of Albed, but also just people that are interested in finding more Machina and using Machina. They're in Jose Temple because that's the Lightning Bolt one. Sure. Uh, and you can meet with the uh, Womanizer who leads the, <laughs> the Machine Faction. His name is Gipple. Gipple! My favorite, my favorite Pokemon. He has a good theme song, but bad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hate to see it. Like every wrestler. Uh, he has an eye patch too. Oh, good. I don't know if that's a wrestler thing too. Probably. Yeah, the script says he does some interviews with people. Right. He, you do an, in, in, his, your interview with him is he asks you like, you really want to go out in the desert and dig up dirt <laughs> and try to find machines? And you say yes. And he says, you're hired. He literally has that one question. Right. Like the joke. A joke. He also just talks about how Yuna's famous and Wowie, and then he hits on all three of them. Uh, except for, I guess, not Riku, because he knows Riku. Um, so just Pain and Yuna. Yeah, it says um, he, he references brother and Sid. Uh, you can take his, uh, you know, the membership card you get from him, and you can go to Bicanel Island and start doing, like, little excavations there on behalf of the Machine Faction. Weirdly, it says Radiant Garden Restoration Committee? Basically, yeah. <laughs> you learn that there are, like, a few, there's, like, a, there's, like, a small camp of Albad that still live on Bicanel Island where home used to be, but mm. uh, since home exploded, most of them live other places except for the 
the group who lived there specifically to excavate the other machina that was in home. Mm-hmm. And then it just seems like you do the digging for a while. Yeah. And you, and you walk away with a new garment grid and, like, money and items. You can go to the moon flow and talk to someone who's voiced by Wacko from the Animaniacs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's Wacko. I don't remember their names, but, like, the... What are the, which are the, do you remember which Animaniac is which? No. Okay. Well, it's one of them. Uh, he plays a boy with a penguin hat on who's the head of a trading company, I think. <laughs> you have to rescue his uh, iPello assistant. It sounds like you're making, you're making this game sound a lot better than it actually is. And there's a reason, <laughs> there's a reason we're not going through all the dialogue for this. <laughs> his name's Tobley. <laughs> Uh, oh, bye, Craig. Oh, wait, no. Bye, Craig. I got a, I got a, a, a DM from him saying that he's disconnected. But he's still here. He is. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> bye, bye, Craig. Um, I'm still rolling on Audacity. Same. So. I guess he just, he has like a, a tight 30, 30 minute window now, I guess. Busy, yeah. busy bear. It must be like he's just become too popular, too much. I, I, I do think that like, is part of the problem. You can go to Guado Salam, and narration unit tells you that all of the Guado left. Um, <laughs> well, I, I won't go over that because I want to do it in the actual travel scene because it's funnier to do in travel voice. Yes. Yeah, I think that's actually the only thing that matters in Guado Salam, right? Uh, so, God, it's really funny to me. Yeah, so let's, let's go to Guado Salam, and then that might, I guess that might be an episode. Yeah, probably. We can do a few more of these summaries, though. How much of this, should I just start with the unit narration for Guado Salam? Uh, no, I'll just start with the Trammel scene, okay. because it's really where it starts. Trammel says, Oh, hi, Summoner Yuna. Forgive me for the grief I have caused you. How have you been? Well, with Lord Seymour <laughs> gone, we Guado are hardly different from the dead. <laughs> uh, you have to interact with him again, and then he starts yeah, talking start, at you like, again. multiple conversations. And every time he he's just like, whoa, oh, the Guado. Uh, actually, he doesn't really say that uh, because it's this weird like Guado white guilt shit <laughs> that is so fucking funny to me. Um, he says, many Ronso lost their lives at the hands of Lord Seymour. Those who survived swore vengeance for their fallen comrades. We, Guado, sealed ourselves away in Guado Salam and strengthened our defenses. But soon we no longer had the strength for even this. Now we live among the shadows of these woods. And then if you talk to him a third time, he says, Hi, Summoner, do not trouble yourself to show sympathy for the Guado. <laughs> we once walked willingly with Lord Seymour, never questioning, even as he led all spirit to madness. Lady Yuna, I cannot ask that you forgive us, only that you forget us. I added the dramatics, but <laughs> only by a little. <laughs> Uh, I do like that, like, after both the second and third time, Unit just says, Tramel, and then it fades off and ends. Um, you talk to him a fourth time, but he seems normal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he says, oh, well, what brings the High Summoner to these woods? <laughs> uh, and she says, well, I'm a sphere hunter now. Hmm, a sphere hunter. I guess Riku's here, and she says, we hunt spheres. You don't say. <laughs> He's actually his line. 
Uh, well then, please allow me to give you this. It is of no use to us. Uh, we, she gets a sphere. Riku says, score! And Yuna says, thank you. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep on scrolling. You can save Awaka. Oh yeah, Awa- yeah, that's weird too, because it seems like he- It's a weird fucking scene. He joins the Celsius and then immediately leaves, I think. <laughs> weird. Uh, but yeah, Awaka is in big debt. Um, so he needs your help again. Uh, do you want to do this new Yevon scene? Uh, where is it, though? Where, like, is this still in Guadalajara? Oh, I see. No, this is elsewhere. Um, this is... The land of elsewhere? We're in Elder Scrolls Um, now? Yeah. Um, where's the fucking... I think New Yevon is located wherever... Bavel? Is that where the... Where Yevon used to be? Uh, yes. I... Yes, Um, so I scrolled back up, and this is if you go to Bavel again... And, uh, yeah, I mean, you walk around, there's some NPC dialogue that isn't super important, but I guess before Barley stocks, I'd scroll up a couple lines more, because Riku asks why Yuna is uncomfortable, and she says, Well, you see, there was this arrangement with the son of the chairman of New Yevon. I turned the offer down, but I thought it'd be kind of awkward. Which... We talked about an eternal calm. I'm glad we I'm glad we did rewind there because it ends up being awkward for an entirely different reason. Riku says, Yuna, uh Uh Payne says, You're probably right. Let's go. And they're about to leave. And Riku is like, No, wait, hey. Uh, cause Riku's like, Oh, she wants to be matchmaker, I guess. Is the I, implication of may, I don't know, maybe. But anyways, he shows up. Well Or a guy shows up who is uh-huh. someone else. Cause because he says, a, ple- a, a pleasure, Lady Yuna. I am Baralai, pr- Praetor of New Yevon. What's a Praetor? Uh, I've never heard it. I assumed it was made up for this. Uh, each of two ancient Roman magistrates ranking below consul. So it's oh. just a very specific thing yeah. that they're using. Okay, cool. Um, Riku says, so you're the chairman's son? Ah, uh, as it happens, <laughs> the chairman has recently resigned, as did his son, the Praetor. Uh, complete retcon of eternal calm. Who fucking cares? Um, why did she even bring it up, then? I don't know. That's why it's really awkward for a different reason. <laughs> they were trying to take too much power. We had to ask them to leave. Now the younger members run the party by mutual consensus, of course. And Yuna says, I'm sorry to hear that. So you see, Lady Yuna, it is not I that was meant to marry the High Summoner. And she just says, My! Because she's, like, kind of embarrassed mm-hmm. that he brings it up. Well, I mean, I guess that door wasn't uh, very thick. Because, I mean, <laughs> they were just discussing yeah. it seconds ago. Not that we wouldn't appreciate your support. On the contrary, you'd be most welcome. I understand if your feelings towards Yevon are mixed. But I would hope that you could put that aside and join our cause. Uh, did you, the did world you is ch- play the last game, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the world is changing. And there are many who are finding it difficult to keep up. New Yevon wishes to help those who feel lost in the winds of change. If you'll excuse me... There are matters which require my attention. Oh, and should you come across any spheres of Spira's past? Spheres of Spira's past? <laughs> spheres of Sandy Cell's spheres of Spira's past? <laughs> Please do let us know. So we can uh, get rid of them and no one will have to know. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what, how they're positioning this group yet. Yeah. Because they're both like... Well, he's replacing he do... someone who, quote unquote, was trying to get too much power. Right. Yeah. Who could say? But he bows and leaves. Uh, and Riku says, ooh, so what do you think? And Yuna says, what? Pain? Uh, Pain says, I think I've had enough. What now? And you leave. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's, I think the Calm Lands is just minigame stuff. 
Uh, yeah, there's fucking around with mini games in the Calm Lands. Then you can go to Mount Gagazat and talk to Kamari. Is the Kamari stuff but if you wanted... important, or we can just do it next time? It's not. We can do it next time. Okay. It's not important, and we can do it next time. Great. <laughs> what a, we we know exactly how the next episode's gonna start. Uh, with bullshit. Wheels. Ah. <laughs> where are you on the internet? Twitter.com slash singular wheels and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where friends and I play tabletop role playing games and use random number generation and random generation generally to determine as many things as possible. Uh, as a little improv challenge, it's very fun and funny and heartfelt. It's called Very Random Encounters. You can find it at VRE.show. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. I'm on another podcast called We Are Watching One Piece. Uh, which is getting into Fishman Island now. We just passed the time skip. Very exciting stuff. What if Malcolm X was a fish? Uh, and uh, what else do I do? I've been streaming. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Orange Groves. I'm playing the 2015 King's Quest games, finishing up my uh, my playing of all the King's Quest games. And the videos will also be up on YouTube. You can see me tweeting them out when they're edited uh, if you're missing the streams. But I'm been doing those on Tuesday nights. Uh, also, I want to plug the the Orange Groves uh, Patreon, uh, just because there's going to be some some special episodes of Champs in the Making going up soon. Um, by now, they might be out, or one of them might be out, because uh, we're we're doing a video, like an edited video of the live episode we did from Extra Life, and then we also had a special holiday episode where we interrogated members of our households about Pokemon, um, which is very <laughs> fun. Uh, so those will be up. And Champs, of course, is on the, the public feed as well, but you can get them all early if you support the network. And uh, also, there's a lot of cut audio that gets cut out of the, uh, these shows. Any like A couple shows on the network usually have stuff go up there. Um, that's at the $2 level. Um, and I'm sure there's like two or three things from this episode <laughs> going up there. Yeah. But, yeah, that's it. You can also support this show on Patreon at MemorizeCast, uh, patreon.com slash MemorizeCast. Uh, to get these episodes early for a dollar, the five dollar tier gets you our bonus episodes each month. Uh, we started explaining JoJo Part Three to Wheels last month, uh, which is very fun. I'm excited to record December's uh, at some point soon. Um, I just know that Wheels probably has next to- week we'll we'll record it. Yeah, yeah, Wheels just has to do research because I was like, hey, tell me something really complicated. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, but I'm very excited to hear about it. I'm, I'm I hope it's. Just like a Phoenix Wright, but Elder Scrolls. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can also follow the show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. And in our pinned tweet and our show notes, you'll find links to aforementioned Patreon. Also a link to our Discord server. You can also join a Discord server for the whole network if you go to theorangegoes.com. There's a link at the bottom of every page that says Tog Discord. Our theme music is Yuna by Will and Tim, courtesy of Game Chops. And I do think that is everything. Oh, I guess we have an email, memorizecast at gmail.com if you, I don't know, maybe you have some deep Mevanuge lore that we're skipping over that you want to <laughs> yell at us about. Do it there. Do not put it in a review on iTunes. <laughs> Only review us on iTunes if you want to give us five stars. Actually, you can complain if you give us five stars. Uh, Let's see. I did the intro, right? I believe yes. you did, which means it's... Oh, God, that was a lot of things. Um, So that was uh several locations between Besaid and Xanarkand, but not those two places. (laughs) (laughs) Got Got it. it. Memorized?
I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah, of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship born on a pilot ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.